Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to the Rhythm and Love podcast. I'm your co-host, Melvin. And I'm your other co-host, Nick. Thanks for checking out the show, everyone. Yes, thanks for coming by again. How are you doing this week? I am doing great. Because of lockdown and, you know, restrictions are open up now. Right. But there was, uh, you know, a bit of a lockdown here in Ontario. And I rediscovered how much fun uh, rock band <laughs> is. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's just, you know what? I can't wait to just have people over and you just you throw that game on. Everyone just rotates the instruments which is going to be weird because you're not used to seeing crowds nowadays. Yeah. We're sharing anything. <laughs> and now we're going to be sharing. <laughs> and, you know, I'm pretty sure if you get behind the drum kit, you're going to get all sweaty and then you're oh, sweat. You're going to share the sticks with everyone. Yeah. And uh, it's just going to be, it's going to be a good time. You know, we what, can all man? get together. Here's a little thing about rock band drums. I actually hate it. Really? I was like, I, do it all the time in my basement. I don't want to sit on a computer screen and have it mark me. Give me a so percentage I, of how I do. <laughs> no, give me the guitar. I'm not messing oh, yeah. around with that. I thought you'd be more of a more of a more of a vocals kind of person. Definitely not. I'm extremely shy, as loud as I can be sometimes. Uh, that that, that is baffling to me. Well, I do. I can only sing in one voice, and that's operatic. Uh, well, you know. But you know what? challenge sing all the songs like an opera you know, uh, you know what that's a good idea too colin's actually trying to help me to get me singing a bit and uh it's weird oh, nice. it's just a, such a vulnerable thing i mean it's just weird it's like uh mm-hmm. you know what's harder than that is writing the lyrics you know what's yeah. harder than coming up with a song figuring out all the legal paperwork for grants nice segue <laughs> here we go <laughs> i'm excited about this episode because we got to interview an old friend of mine. Her name is Meg Gertz. We met years back. Um, she's just a gem, a wonderful person. She is now working in the music industry, which which is what she always wanted to do. She's a grant writer now. And bands, I'm telling you, if you do not know what the grant system is, this episode is going to help you understand here in Ontario, we should be more specific. No, this is a uh, Canada. Canada wide. Oh, Canada. yeah. Okay then. See, I still don't know they, how grants work. Did you listen to her? <laughs> yes, I, to her. there are so many times where Meg explained something, and I just had to look at her and be like, "Say it again," but I'm, but like I'm five. See, okay, that's the thing about the sometimes the music industry is you know your your clients are musicians. And not all of us are really that savvy in like that kind of lingo. Like, how do you apply for a grant? Um, we're actually trying to work through one right now. And there's quite a bit that goes into it. You need to have a very crisp and hard plan. And uh, May kind of takes you through the process of what she does. She's a person that you can hire her and she can help you out create a grant a proposal basically and you can submit that to factor oh she was super smart and i remember i just shot her message afterwards being like i learned so much after talking with you tonight like thanks for coming on the show and i feel like everyone who listens to this they're gonna learn something too (laughs) so if you're taking a break from playing rock band like our friend nick here or you're about to fill out some paperwork let's say for a grant why don't you grab yourself a cup of joe? Because you deserve it. 
you know? or water if you don't drink coffee or tea or tea. Like tea i like lemon water you sparkling water you love your sparkling water sparkling water is great he's got one right here pc's choice sponsor us what up <laughs> i'm taking that one up out but um, <laughs> no, keep it in keep it in <laughs> thanks so much and we hope you enjoy the episode Meg Gertz, welcome to the Rhythm and Love podcast. Um, we're very excited to have you here. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty good. Oh. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Just getting ready for the holidays. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we can maybe do something. You're in Toronto. You guys are what? Locked down? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, not too much going on here, but, you know, my family's from up north, so we can kind of sit outside and in the snow. And uh, we we have um, a pond at my house as well. So we're going to go skating and, and go oh. tobogganing and that kind of stuff. Oh, that's going right to be on. fantastic. That's yeah. Fun. Um, so are you just working from home right now? Yep. Been working from home since the first day, like March 13th or whatever it was. So oh, wow. It's been pretty crazy getting used to that. Yeah. How, well, what's different about it? It's just weird. Um, like when I have a question about something or we all want to talk about something or even just have a meeting, I, I can't just turn to the person beside me um, and ask the question or, you know, talk through something that's going on. Um, right. So that's been the hardest part of like having to schedule calls just for quick question someone right right mm-hmm. um, um before we get too far into this uh what is your role what company do you work for so i work for sub management group we call it smg um and i'm the funding manager there okay and what does that mean that means that I just, uh, I mean, there's a team of us. So there's seven of us that work together at um, the funding department with some other people as well. Okay, right on. So what would be some of your responsibilities in the day? A little bit of everything. Um, we all kind of split it up. So I'll, I do a lot of like the intake admin. Um, once you get funded and you get the money, you have to do a completion to show that you've actually spent the money accordingly, used eligible expenses, and uh, submit that to factor with invoices and proof of payments. So I do a lot of that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very. Uh, that sounds fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> before we. Before we. It's very administrative. <laughs> Definitely. Is I was just watching, um, getting a little bit of info on grants and stuff, and that was one of the topics that they talked about was so many bands were taking over the grant system or taking advantage of it. Mm. And that was a role that had to get developed. So, cause like people were like buying cars with their grant money. Yeah. Really. But now there's people like Meg to make sure, Hey, that's going to the record, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So hey, for the yeah, record, I, not your house. <laughs> but could you get a grant for like a tour van though? No. no. <laughs> um, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, you could like you could rent a car or something, and then kind of help offset those costs. But you can't just like straight up buy a van for yourself. And like, same with equipment and stuff. If you wanted to rent equipment for a sound recording, you can do that, but you can't buy it. 
Ah, right. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, we're gonna backpedal a little bit here. Uh, okay. Get a little bit of history on you. I've known you to always be a huge music fan. Um, yeah. Where did all that kind of start? That started in like grade six, I guess. Um, me and my friends used to do like Relay for Life every year. So we would go to that and, you know, like stay up all night, do whatever, just hanging out with my, my best friends. And right. uh, we went to the one in Toronto and there was a band called The Dunes that were there. Okay. And um, I just like fell in love with them, I guess. And uh, they were one of the first Canadian bands that I really got into. Right. And uh, after that, yeah, just kind of, I've always loved the Canadian music industry, like supporting them and uh, seeing that grow. So it, it kind of just started from there. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, did you always know you wanted to work with bands? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't play any instruments myself, so this was kind of the only way for me to, to get involved with it. It was like some kind of admin or, or business role. So, but yeah, definitely always interested in music. Right on. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, that's the business is so big and that's kind of the whole point. What we're trying to talk about is that there's so many avenues that you can take. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't even know that funding was a thing before I got into this. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, okay. So we were, so how did you find yeah. out that like funding was kind of like yeah. a role or something like that? So I actually went to Laurier first. That's where I met Melvin. Um, I was going to Laurier for communications, um, finished that and then decided to go to the Harris Institute after. So the school in Toronto, um, specifically for arts management or production. And when I was there, um, one of my teachers was Zach Layton. And I actually work with him now. So no <laughs> that's way. how that all got started. And uh, he had a class called, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he had a class called uh, Funds and Grants. And that's how that all started. And after the semester was done, um, he was asking if I like, and <laughs> here we are. Wow. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. you would say that school really impacted your career greatly and it was very important to yeah the success totally. right now yeah like all, all the teachers at harris work in the music industry so that's like a huge thing um just as far as even just you know making connections you know, like everyone says this but the music industry is so small and uh just being able to meet people and maybe get jobs through them like it, it definitely impacted for sure yeah that's amazing so um, hold on how did you guys meet at laurie i did not know that detail oh yeah well we met at uh what was it fall city fall show yeah yeah maxwell's right yeah. the old maxwell's yeah and i uh meg looked like this girl that i had met in calgary and i went up to her and i was like okay the funny thing was the tour manager of fall city fall was at the show in calgary and he was also on that tour in waterloo okay. so i was like hey meg are you from calgary <laughs> she's like no i'm from here <laughs> yeah. all right i was yeah. curious and that was it yeah uh, friend <laughs> yeah that's quite the impression melvin makes he asked me if i was from calgary too <laughs> <laughs> um that is pretty funny um so how long did it take after the school like at harris 
because you say you know your teacher did you just kind of get hired right out of right out of class yeah I got really lucky that I think I finished in oh, uh February maybe I don't remember exactly but I started in March like I, I'm pretty sure I had my final exam and then two days later had my interview with uh with my current job so yeah very very quick turnaround for me that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do in school that that must have made you stand out in some sort of way? Like, do you remember? I showed up on time. Um, <laughs> I I did my work. Um, I mean, I was also kind of lucky because I was in a very small class at Harris. Like already, it's a small school, um, but I had four, three or four other people in my class. So that also made it a lot easier too. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And only girl, of course. And the only girl. <laughs> nice. Always, yeah. Uh, fantastic. Mm. You got the job. Yeah. So tell us a bit how like the Canadian grant system works. Like, do bands just apply for it? How, like, is it always guaranteed kind of thing? Like, break it down for us. Like Michael Scott said, explain it to me like I'm five. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so pretty much anyone can apply, but it's not always guaranteed. So anyone who's starting, you would want to apply for the juried sound recording program. Okay, right. Um, and that would mean that uh, your, you know, artist, band would have $67,500 available if you got the grant. A full marketing plan, um, two assessment tracks that have to be original and unreleased. It goes to a jury, so that's the hardest part. Is right. um, It's all subjective, right? Like, people could not like your music, they could not like you know, anything, I guess, from your marketing plan. And so it's all just about um, like selling yourself well in the marketing plan and choosing uh, assessment tracks that okay. everyone would kind of like. Okay. Assessment track yeah. being kind of like yeah. a band um, single. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to submit two of them and they have to be totally original unreleased as well. So that's a big thing too, is if you've already released it on Spotify, then you can't use it as one of your assessment tracks. Right. Really? So if like a band like had a successful song on Spotify, they couldn't put it like big, Hey, look, this one got 400,000 streams and we've never released it before. Like they, could they add that to like, like, like a resume that they give you guys at all or so um if you were like coming to us we would kind of do like a background on the band and you know your growth your team what's been going on so far and then you could put the fact that the song has that many streams in your kind of marketing plan you talk about yourself a bit um what's been done in the past some of your past accomplishments um and then you use the new songs to kind of show what the factor money would eventually be going to. Um, Cause obviously the intention is to create the sound recording first and then everything builds off that. Right. Okay. Um, now to yeah. go along with what you were saying, Nick, uh, you know, selling yourself with, you know, the song hit 400,000 streams that also works into like, there's a bit of a level system within the grants, right? You can be a, a a level two or level one 
Yeah. Can you describe a little bit what those levels mean and what what kind of access do you get to if you achieve a certain level? Yeah. So the the general level is kind of what everyone starts at. Um, and you would only be able to go up the levels during factors annual review or semi-annual review. Okay. So the annual review happens at the end of February every year. And that's when you would have to submit everything into the factor portal and upload things like um, past sales, any sync history, um, tour history, um, pretty much everything about yourself so you can help raise that level up. And right. if your level rating goes up, then you just have access to more money. Um, okay. So that would just depend on uh, each level and uh, what you end up getting to and your, you know, what qualifies. Okay, that's fantastic. So if, if you're level one, what kind of stats are you presenting? Uh, well, everyone starts at the level one general. So um, that one's easy enough. Like if you, if you get a jury sound recording, you're guaranteed, well, yeah, if you're approved for it, you're guaranteed the $67,500. Um, but moving up from there, it just depends on streams. It depends on, you know, how much your guarantees are at shows. Um, oh. There's a lot of different variables. Yeah. They take in for granted the guarantees, eh? Yeah, literally all information you can provide. Like they want to see everything. That's yeah. insane. Okay. So, wow, I didn't know level one, you could get JSR and get access yeah. to that amount of money to do a record. That could yeah. really help boost you into that level two. Say you're able to get a nice studio, a nice producer, the song as well. Then the following year. Yeah. And I was just going to add um, level two can apply for JSR. You'd get $77,500 instead of the 67. Yeah. Get an extra 10 G's. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is like, you know, we were discussing songs or and who we were going to work with. And holy crap, a song can get very expensive very quickly. Yeah. And that 10 G's. Oh, yeah. Um, because like you think about it, you, you hire the producer and there's an engineer studio cost and there's living costs of, if it's you're traveling somewhere, man, it can get really. And there's also like the master of the mixer and everything. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, boom, gets super pricey. Work. <laughs> so after level two, is there a level three? Yeah. Yeah. That kind of becomes like a, a comprehensive artist, they would call it. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, yeah. who, so you can, who you can go like, all the way up to, to level three. Sorry. Um, who would you say is like, a level three artist right now in like mainstream media um, is out there. I'm trying to think, probably like Walk Off the Earth. Um, who else would be? Um, I'm trying to think of all the big ones like Jesse Reyes, um, right. Daniel Caesar, um, um, like those those kind of people. You know, like some of the bigger Canadian acts for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you able to apply to the same grant twice in a year? There's what, how many, um, is it like three seasons, I guess? Um, yeah, that's actually a really good question. Um, so there's two rounds. There's a May round and an October round. And if you, if you apply in the May round and you're not approved, you have to wait a full calendar year before you can apply again. Whoa. 
So that's also super interesting and good to know if you are going to apply because you have to make sure that you're actually ready if you get the money, you know? So you have to be really careful that you don't just apply just on a whim and your, your application isn't, isn't totally there and, and strong enough yet because that can put you back a year of waiting. Wow. So, yeah. Um, okay. Well then let's, I think we should dive into some, some strategies. What should a band have ready to go? Well, let's just go back yeah. to like level one, too. Like, yeah, yeah. What are some things a band should try to strive to achieve to help them get a better guarantee at the grant? Yeah. Yeah. So the, one of the biggest themes things is kind of the team that's result like publicist promotion, like radio promoter, um, all those things, they, they help just kind of show that there's growth behind the band. Like people are interested in the band, people are working with you. Um, so that's super important, obviously streams. I mean, doesn't, doesn't hurt. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would, um, and also just like strong assessment tracks. Um, they don't have to be fully completed, but at least, you know, they, they sound good. Um, people like most people would like them since it's going to the jury, obviously that's, you know, you want it to appeal to the most people possible um, so that you kind of have a, a higher chance of getting funded. Um, right. And yeah, just like a strong, strong marketing plan and, and plan in general of what you want to do um, because there's different components for the, the jury and sound recording as well. So it breaks down into sound recording and then marketing and then video, tour, and showcase. Wow. Okay. So, so video is important is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. So that $67,000 that you have, if you get approved, um, yeah, that's not just for the record. No. That's for yeah. all those steps you just said. Yeah. So it, it breaks down into different kind of uh, parts, I guess. So um, there's what they call the flexible amount, which would be um, $25,000 that goes towards sound recording and marketing. Whoa. Okay. So, so it gets a little deeper too, where um, the sound recording is capped at $10,000 and then the marketing is uh, the $15,000. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then it all, it breaks into yeah, a whole bunch of things. So, um, yeah, flexible amount 20 or sorry, let me just restart here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, sound recording and then marketing breaks into yeah, 25,000 and then tour support is 15,000 showcase is 2,500 and those are international as well. Like international tour, international showcase. Right. Video is 20,000 and yeah, so lots of money to go towards video and, um, and then there's a radio marketing component as well, which is specifically for ads on radio, which oh. would be $3,000. Okay. So, wow. so there's like no, is there like wiggle room at all to be like, Hey, we don't need 20,000 for video. Like, can we take 10,000 and put an extra 10 towards something else or Unfortunately, no. Um, only that flexible amount for the sound recording and marketing can be kind of moved around where if you wanted to do uh, 5000 for the sound recording, then you can add more to your marketing, but everything else is all set. Wow. Yeah. I was say, like, 
ten thousand dollars that's a for a, a record that's that's um, yeah handy well the thing is like what like just what i was saying is how much these producers can get up to that could be you know you you could be in a bit of a pinch with that sort of thing. So you got to spend wisely. And also is the JSR one that you have to buy in a little bit too? Yeah. So that was another thing I was going to mention is that all of them work at a 75% subsidy. So that means that like factor is going to put in 75% of it, but you as the artist and the applicant still have to put in some of your own money. Right. Okay. So if you were, if you got the full $10,000 for sound recording, you actually have to show $11,700 in spends in order to get that 10,000. So there's your record. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) $21,000, 21.7. Yeah. Thousand dollars. So you you keep mentioning that there's like a jury that like approves. Um, Is this like, uh, what, wh- who is this jury consistent of? Is it like other producers? Is it label representatives? Yeah, it, it could be anyone. Um, like you can apply to be on the factor jury. Like if, if you guys wanted to be on the jury, you you could as long as you weren't applying for anything. Um, oh, I see. I see. So so you would apply to factor to become a juror, and they're just looking with pe- for people who have been in the music industry for a while. Um, and then it would sort of depend on what genre you're most familiar with. And then you would look at those grants that come in for that certain genre, because that's what you're familiar with. Like it makes sense to, to go with what you know. So, right. so can I get a day off of work if I had jury duty uh, <laughs> for factor? Is it, is it, does it work the same? Um, I'm not too sure on that. Maybe, but uh, you'd have to look into it. And I'm see. applying. Yeah. <laughs> Nick is a, he's a really big music fan as well. And uh, I would apply just to hear new songs before they came out. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there, has there been any big songs like they, can you disclose, like, have you heard a hit before they ca- came out? Um, I try to think, I, I don't think so. Um, I mean, yeah, there, there probably have been a couple. I can't say too specifically, um, of people we do definitely focus on like our, our confidentiality a lot. Um, but yeah, like I've, I've definitely like for the completions you have to submit. So I get to listen through everything before it's all submitted. So that's pretty sometimes. sweet. Yeah. yeah. I'm jealous. Is <laughs> <laughs> um, very cool. Is it possible if you're a Canadian band and you got assigned to us label, your business mostly becomes American at that point. Do you, surrender your eligibility to uh, the Canadian grant system? We try to encourage people to, you know, if, if we're working with them, let us know before you go and sign anything so that we can look over anything and just make sure that you're not, you know, removing your eligibility when it's, it's not needed. It really just depends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that would make sense. Yeah. Cause that would suck if you had signed that over. Cause I know the U S doesn't have a similar, exactly System. yeah yeah no not much uh funding available there for the u.s so it's definitely better to to try and get the grant money from canada if you can yeah yeah maintain your rights do you think that's there. why like 
like so many Canadian bands do really well in Canada? Is it because like we have such a great support system? Yeah, honestly, it, it definitely helps. And like, like we were saying, like there's all these different components for it. So it, it helps for sure. Like video sound recording, you know, like, um, like we started with Daniel Caesar when he was nothing. Like he was, he was rejected from the JSR, um, when he first started. So, I mean, you never know. And, uh, the, the grant funding definitely helps grow and it just helps for pay for things that you wouldn't normally be able to afford, you know? So working with that producer that is usually out of your budget or, you know, that, that publicist or radio promoter and those kind of people that can help get your name out there. Right. Totally. Um, now is factor the only, um, grants system in Canada? No, there's a lot of different ones. Um, Factor is the biggest one like across Canada, but there's specific provincial grants as well. So like um, Ontario Creates, there's like the Toronto Arts Council, um, a Creative BC. Um, there's ones for like Saskatchewan and Manitoba and um, there's different provincial ones pretty much everywhere. So Wow. So yeah. if you're a band, you should do a quick Google search. Yeah, def definitely, definitely take a look at um, all the provincial grants as well, because there's also just less um, um, competitive, like, ness, I guess. So um, since Factor is for all of Canada, there's obviously more people that apply. So if you're able to apply in, in your own province, then you can definitely do that. Right, yeah. Now, does it um, does it make it difficult with you know, there being massive bands, you know, we got like Metric, some 41, these are huge oh, arcade fire, huge international bands. Mm -hmm. Um, there's like money set aside for all these like sorts of levels or yep. so nobody's like taking up a big chunk of it. No, no. Yeah. And if you get too big, then you also lose your eligibility. Like they, they, they won't fund you forever. <laughs> um, so yeah. Okay. So, like, is Arcade Fire getting support from Factor? We're not going to talk about that. Um, 47 members of a band. <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure. I'd, I'd have to look, but I, I kind of doubt it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they may be used to. It's definitely possible mm. they were, but I, I don't know if they still are funded. Yeah. So, so if yeah. let's just say, like, could a band reach out to someone like you to be like, Hey, we want to get a grant, but they don't know how to like present themselves. Is that something like your job and titles? Like, can you help them? Are you like giving your stats about this? Show me your videos. Is that something that you do as well? Or is that you more of just the administrative side behind it? Yeah, we're more like the the admin, like we don't really like to call ourselves like the grant writers, but um, that pretty much is just what we do. So so bands would come to us and then we would just do everything for you. Um, so we would take like a 15% commission or it depends on, you know, who the band is or what the agreement ends up being. But um, so you would just come to us. We would ask you all the information. If, if you're applying for the juried sound recording, then we just collect all our information. We'll write the marketing plan for you. We'll submit everything. And um, 
yeah, we just handle everything for you. And, and I would do all your completions and, and make sure that everything's always eligible and, and uh, perfect. <laughs> um, that's amazing. Okay. Now could any band do this? I mean, there's a flood of bands, there's tons of them. And I'm sure like if you guys were to water it down by sending out every single band, then it just mm-hmm. like, like you guys have a specific specific things that you're looking for in a band before yes we'll take you on as a client yeah yeah definitely um yeah. what are those things yeah pretty much just you know the the team um we're looking at streams we're looking at who's involved past successes um right. what you guys have done yeah the similar thing to just applying for the grant in the first exactly place. yeah so we're we just want to make sure that when, you know, we're doing all this work to to make the marketing plan for you that we're sure that you're going to get funded. Like we believe that the jury's going to, you know, like the music and you have a good team behind you um, just because we don't take a fee up front. So it's a bit of a risk on wow. our side. And we do, you know, we put together all this work and then if it doesn't get funded, then we don't make any money either. So, wow. so definitely a risk. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's um that's scary. Um so yeah. if if you were so you apply in October, let's say you just go for that one. Mm-hmm. When would the the band would receive the money much later on, right? You could already yeah. be done your recording. Yeah, yeah. So you can't start incurring expenses until you submit for the JSR, the third Jordan sound recording, sorry. Um, So um, yeah, so let's say you submitted the application on October 16th, 2020, then you can only start incurring expenses for the sound recording after that. And you wouldn't even know if you've been funded or not. You kind of just have to hope. Um, (laughs) And and that's the thing is like Factor also wants to know that you're going to make the album either way. You know, like funding is just kind of like an okay. add-on and it, it's going to help you make the album, but they want to know that you're going to do it no matter what. Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah. I like that because, you know, then you're, you know, it, it's, it's better for the band too, because you don't want to depend on this. Yeah. Because that's, that's not right either. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely, it's there to help guide bands and and make them bigger so yeah i i would definitely i think that's a great thing that they do is by start the recording you start paying for that stuff yeah and if you know mm-hmm. you like it we'll give you the money <laughs> so what else do you think bands should think is like important when applying for a grand kind of thing you know one you might not get it mm-hmm. two prepare to potentially be rejected <laughs> like yeah. Uh, present yourself professionally. Yeah. What are some other things bands should sort of, you know, work towards? Yeah. Just, just make sure, you know, you, you have a plan. Like if you're applying for it on your own, read through all the guidelines of what actually is eligible and, and know what you're applying for. Um, and just have like realistic goals as well. Um, like some putting things like your, your goals in the marketing plan would definitely help. Um, but if you're saying that on your next single, you're going to get a hundred million streams or something like, obviously that, that doesn't yeah, yeah. totally make sense. And then a juror would look at that and say, well, that's not realistic. So, you know, um, and, uh, 
yeah, honestly, just, just putting your best foot forward. Um, and just, yeah, keeping, making sure you have the best plan. Um, know that there's video funding, know that there's marketing and just think about what you want to do and, and make sure that it's clear and, and concise in, in your marketing plan that you submit. Yeah, that's very cool. Let's do a little role-playing game. We're banned. We're, we're ready. We, you know, we've been working all, all season. This is incredibly relatable right now. I know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, let's call ourselves California Queens. Yeah. Um, okay. So we want to go do a record. We've written 20 songs. We narrow it down to five and then down to two, the two best ones. Mm-hmm. From there, we're going to come up with a plan. Um, one, let's say we're going to pick a producer, let's say Eric Ratz. Um, he's been responsible for, you know, for Billy Talent, lots of other big hits, Big Wreck. The Trues. Yeah, The Trues. Um, so that would be a good producer to have. Um, there's another thing that you could also get too. You could get the producer to write you a rec- letter of recommendation and that would help, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. You could get as many letters of recommendation as you wanted to if you wanted to submit like five or, or six you could and that would help for sure with the, the grant okay yeah that's cool mm-hmm. so then after that you would say you finish the record then you would say okay we want a tour we're going to release the album in fall we're going to do cross canada maybe dip into the u.s mm-hmm. uh, with hopes of like maybe some summer festivals um having a booking agent obviously would help kind of guarantee that you're going to follow through with this plan, right? Yeah. So that gets into a whole bunch of other things too. Like once you actually get approved for the sound recording, um, you're not necessarily just given the $67,500 right away. So when you want to actually apply for a video or a tour, you have to kind of do another application. So for the video, you'd have to show like a visual treatment, production plan, and budget. Right. And then, so that, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Meg. What were, you, what were you saying? I was just going to say um, that you'd submit that to Factor and then they can look it over, just make sure that, you know, you're, you're not doing anything ridiculous in this video. And um, then they would approve that, pay out the front half of um, whatever your budget is. Yep. Um, I mean, it works at a whole subsidy. And so it depends on the numbers, but they'd pay out the front half then you complete the video and then they'd give you the the back half on the end after you show that you actually spent the money. Okay. Again, so show the initiative that you're... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So same, same with tour. Like you'd have to show proof that the tour is going to happen, you know, like agreements with the venue or your booking agent or whatever and uh, submit the budget to factor as well of, of what you're going to spend while you're out there. Okay. Very cool. Now for marketing... Would you want to show like maybe an Instagram plan? Like, okay, we're going to put $5 a day for the next two months on yeah. sponsored ads. Is that something that they're looking for? Or is it more like, okay, you're going to go to radio. You've hired a publicist. Like what are other sort of things for marketing? Yeah, it, it could be pretty much anything you want. Um, so one of the other main things as far as like eligibility is that pretty much everything has to remain Canadian. 
um, you know, it's, it's government funding from Canada, especially for sound recording. Everything has to be Canadian. Um, of course, there's like some things of like producers could come to Canada and work in Canadian studios if they're from the U.S. But with COVID, obviously not really happening right now. Um, so that's not really an option, but marketing is one of the ones where actually 75% of the cost can be international. So, so if you wanted to get like a radio promoter in Europe or something, um, you can do that. Um, or if you wanted to do Facebook ads or Google AdWords or, um, you know, hire a publicist or anything like that, like there's lots of options for things for marketing. Wow, that's very okay. Cool. So, you mentioned COVID. We're going through it right now. Yeah. Is there has there been like an abundance of more like applicants coming in because people are okay. spending more time at home, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. We we have got a lot new clients over. <laughs> like we're very busy. Um, it's been it's been pretty crazy. And um, obviously, I'm not sure exactly how many people apply each round. Um, I think Factor will will send out like an annual report of of what happened this year. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot of people apply. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, like due to the circumstances where you know like live music's not really happening right now is factor putting more money towards recording time and stuff like that. Or are they, are they still, Hey, like let's, we promise to spend the 67 and a half this way. You kind of got to keep it that way or. Yeah. So that's kind of one of the other questions that a lot of people have right now, because um, you have two years to kind of wrap up your project where you have uh, like a last day to submit new components. Um, and yeah, since tour and showcase is one of them and uh, people haven't spent that money yet, um, they actually haven't reallocated that anywhere yet. So as of now, it still has to stay for tour or showcase. Um, but it, it could change, you know, we, we have no idea um, what they'll maybe do in the new year. Maybe they'll reallocate some funds, but as of now, it's still the same. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. This whole COVID thing is really just throwing a whole wrench in a bunch of, mm-hmm. bunch of plans. plans. <laughs> but you know what? I think it's, it's given a lot of artists a lot of time to get back to basics. <laughs> yeah. Songs, back to music and getting mm-hmm. that stuff. Perfect. Yeah, definitely. Um, so if someone wanted to become like a grant writer or get involved, like what sort of things should they kind of strive to do? Like what sort of courses should they focus on? You know, who should, who should they pay attention to out there? Yeah, that's a good question. Pay attention to Um, Meg. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I knew absolutely nothing about grants coming into this, like, except for my class. So, um, I mean, I was just lucky that I sort of fell into it and you just kind of learn as you go. Um, a lot of people do it freelance. So, Honestly, reading the guidelines is probably one of the biggest things. Like if you're interested in doing it on your own, just read everything um, and just try and learn it that way. No, it's a lot. It's a lot to learn. It's a lot to remember. Um, but if you can start reading through that and just know kind of what's what and what the different levels are and everything, then then that's just like a great way to start. And um I don't think there's too many grant writers in Ontario and and all of Canada. Um, But I mean, 
can just apply and maybe you could do like an internship. Um, it just totally depends on the company. Right. But there's definitely lots of freelance people that do grant writing. Right. Yeah. 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 Good to know. Yeah. Very good to know. Um, well, Meg, thank you very much for your, your knowledge and sharing it with us on the podcast. I hope it, it's very helpful. Sure. I learned, like I said, before we started this, I do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, give, go on. Add, there's honestly so much more to know as well. Like I've been doing this for almost two years and like there's, there's still stuff you learn every single day. Like every band is different and they always have different ideas. So just trying to figure out how it all works and can work with the grand system, grant system. Like it's hard to ever know everything. So don't worry. So what you're saying is you'll be the first, you'll, you'll be able to come back on the show. We'll have to do another two parter. (laughs) Our first reoccurring guest. (laughs) Grants with Meg. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a special segment. I love it. Uh, before we go, have you heard of this band called Texas? King? Oh no. <laughs> I have. Yeah. We were trying to work with Texas King a while ago and uh, hopefully we will in the future, but we'll see. It's their drummer, right? That's why. Yeah. Their drummer is no good. We're trying to yeah. get rid of him. So. Yeah, I know. He stinks. What a guy. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Um, All right, Meg. Well, thank you very much. Yes, thank you so much. Meg, thank you so much for clearing up a lot of that information. A lot of it kind of gets lost uh, just from not understanding. Oh, yeah. 100%. It is very confusing. And that's the thing, too. And that's the great thing about people like Meg is like, especially if there's an artist that they want to see succeed is they will help you get through the process. Yeah. It's nice that there, you know, there's somebody you can hire somebody that's going to be in your corner. Absolutely. And that's what we all need. So if you want to help the show out, if you want to help Melvin and me out, subscribe to the show on your favorite streaming service, rate, rate us, give us a review, helps us in the algorithm. Like we know it's all about the algorithm. Yeah. Tell your friends about the show and keep your eyes peeled. We got some more exciting shows, other news, potentially other videos soon. Oh, Mm, maybe who knows? Maybe we've been working on something. Just keep your eyes peeled. Everyone stay tuned to your socials. And again, thank you for checking out the show. 